All right, Happy New Year to everybody out there listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Jason DeRussia off. Henry Lake in for Jason. Happy that we are all here, right? It is a blessing to be here, uh, not just in terms of being on the radio and in the workplace on this uh, New Year's Day, uh, but the fact that we have the ability to breathe, that we've seen another year, um, and that we've made it to the end of the holiday season. Here until 6, uh, with Charlie Weiss producing, um, this is um, a, a show in which I want to start with a very, I guess, introspective conversation I like to have. And, and it's it's something that I want to do with regards to looking back at the year 2023. And also, as we look forward to 2024, and we can look forward to 2024 because we'll, you know, we're just starting the year. But I think that um, I want to start by looking back at 2023 because 2023, um, personally, um, was a tough year. Okay, I'll just state that uh, for me personally. Um, There were moments um, that were super sad. For my family, just for me personally, but also it was a, it was a joyous year too. So so it's it, a little bit of everything um, in 2023. My question, um, and I'd love for your reaction on the WCCO talking text line six five one four six one nine two two six, is you know when you look at 2023, what was the toughest thing for you last year? What was the toughest thing about 2023? And on the flip side of that, what was the moment or moments last year that made you happy, that made you joyous? You know, it could be a lot of different things. You know, maybe you're, um, you, you have uh, grandchildren now. Okay, maybe, maybe you're a first-time father or mother. Um, was it troubling with maybe so much of the stuff that was going on here in the country that was spun off from what's going on in Israel and Gaza and so much anti-Semitism that's taking place. I mean, there's a lot of different things that that have created maybe a range of emotions for us in the way that we view and our perspective on the year that we just endured. Um, I'll start with myself. um, Then I'll ask Charlie. Um, Charlie has heard the question like you guys have heard the question. You can can talk and text at 651-461-9226. But 2023, I had more... Good moments than bad. Clearly, I'll start with the tough moments. And the toughest moments for me were losing loved ones. Um, I, I lost four loved ones. And losing loved ones is always tough. It doesn't matter what year. It doesn't matter what age. That's always going to be tough. But I think what made it m- so tough for me in 2023 was the number of loved ones that I lost, which is four. And the unexpected ones. So I had two uncles that passed away. Um, One was expected because he had been battling dementia for a while um, and for four years and then um, ended up um, having pancreatic cancer. And so I that that one, we we knew that the, the end was near. Right. We knew that, you know, whether it's my, you know, my dad and my sister going out to visit um, and, 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 you know, hearing from my aunt about how, you know, poorly he's doing, um, the information from, 
from doctors. That one you understand. Another uncle was in poor health. Didn't expect him to go, but um, but when you're in poor health, I mean, there's there's a range there. I think right in terms of like what what are best case scenarios and what are the worst case scenarios. So my uncles that that those were those were tough, um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that they were unexpected. Uh, my cousins were unexpected, uh, two of them, and my cousins. Um, I think that there's so many people in the world that are impacted by this every single day of our lives, and you never see it coming. But when one of your loved ones is murdered, that um, it's it's you know, I can't even really put it into words. Um, not only do I look at my younger cousin who was uh, murdered here in Minneapolis, shot and killed, um, every day I, I think that it's tough for me to see um, social media posts or my cousin, um, his mother, struggle so much with that, struggle with the fact that, that months later she doesn't have many answers and she's never going to see her child again. And it's, it's, it's so tough for her to be in that, that place of depression and battling that every, every single day. Waking up not knowing um, if today is going to be a good day or not, right? And uh, that's, that's really tough for me to see. And then my other cousin, who was a couple years older than me, um, he had an allergic reaction. It was kind of a weird deal. Had an uh, allergic reaction um, and it just kind of like spiraled. He ended up going to HCMC, um, never truly recovered, had very little brain activity. And then, you know, my, 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 his, his older brother and sister made the decision that this was not the life um, for him. And so those were tough on the flip side of that. I have so much to be thankful for so many joyous, um, I guess, memories and thoughts about 2023. And the first thing would be being able to give back. I think that in life, that is one of the things that I enjoy so much is being able to give to others. Because as much as we sit here and we talk about what we don't have, right, there's a laundry list of things that I want, Charlie Lee's. There's a laundry list. But as much as I can sit here and think about the things that I would like to get and buy and all this other stuff, being able to do something for somebody else is a special thing. And it makes me happy at the end of the day. I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. I have a vehicle that operates and works. I don't have to want for food. Um, I have more than enough clothing to to keep me warm. I have so many different things. If I wanted to go and sit down at a nice restaurant right now, I am able to do that. There are a lot of people out there that are homeless, that are not afforded um, opportunities to do certain things. And so being able to give back to me is always a thing that's going to make my gear. It's going to make me so happy, so proud, uh, giving back to so many different organizations. I had the, um, the, um, the cake this year with, uh, with Cafe Latte that benefited the, uh, the Page Education Foundation. And me and Alan Page over the last couple of years have really uh, developed a good friendship. Um, so I'm ex- extremely thankful for that, and, and that made my, uh, my 2023 very joyous. And I, I guess the other thing that I was so happy about and so fun is that as we go down this road of – because we're doing media, right? We're on WCCO radio, and we're having fun with that. I always want to push myself. I always want to do fun things and new things. And 
you know, television has been a medium that I've participated in in years past, but I want to do more of it and I want to do some things on my own. And so for me to create the, a television partnership with uh, with Fox 9 and eventually as we grow that into 2024, um, that's something that I look forward to. And that's something that I had a lot of fun doing in 2023 in um, learning about starting your own business, right? Learning to to launch something that goes from not just being on standard over-the-air television, like we're in the studio right now, we have the televisions on Dr. Phil, and we're also watching the Wolves and stuff, but, like, you literally can grab your 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 cell phone, and, Charlie, you can you can pull up the uh, the Fox 9 local app, and you can watch my television shows right there on your, on your, on your cell phone. So, like, technology and streaming and all that stuff, um, it's super fun. And so for me, those were some of the things that really made me happy in this year. I'll ask you before we uh, open up any anybody on the text line, what, what were maybe the tough moments and what were some of the moments that made you, yeah. made you down? You know, I've been thinking about it since, since I saw the show sheet and you brought it up. And it's almost making me nervous because I really didn't have that many, like, really down moments. Mm. Really, I really, That's good. I had a, I had a very overall positive 2023 as far as good to bad moments go and you know that wasn't necessarily the case over covid 2021 2022 you know that was maybe more down moments but 2023 was so devoid of those down moments that it almost makes me nervous going into 2024 uh because reflecting upon i'm like man I, I this was a good year. You know, it was a it was a because every year is different. Yep, every year is different, and you like, don't know what's going to come next. Well, I think that I think that the thing about from one year to the next is that there's always going to be every, everything's not going to go smoothly. Yeah. There's going to be some low lights. There's going to be highlights. Yeah. Right. There are going to be highs and lows. We totally get that. But what defines a year in terms of overall how you feel about a year is. You know, what did they balance out? Did you have more lows than highs? Yep. Did you have more highs than lows? And it doesn't mean that that you're going to identify a year in which you had a bunch of lows. It's just it's just not worthwhile because every day that we are above ground and living and breathing and able to do something, those are good years. And of course, I'm a human being, so I had, you know, days and weeks where, you know, you're feeling worse, you're not as good, but I didn't have those you know, those tragedies, those were really, you know, horrible events that 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 happen in life um, in 2023. So I blessed for that and almost nervous, though, that I had such a good year going into the new year. You're like, man, uh, there's almost you sometimes feel like a, a leaf's going to turn. But uh, good moments. I spent a lot of quality time with family this year uh, going on vacation, just being able to be around uh New pets, new new pet members of the family was a fun year in getting that. Um, and a lot, actually, you know, a lot of new friends uh, having children and new life. Uh, a, a big year for that. So uh, I, I, those were those were my top kind of overarching themes of the year. Gotcha. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. We can take uh, your phone calls um, or your texts on the WCCO talk and text line. Uh, I know it's that time of year. Clearly, where we do New Year's resolutions, many people have made them in the last week, couple of weeks, and now we have started the new year. Uh, do I have any? I only have one. We get to that next, Henry Lake. It is the, um, it is the Jason DeRusha show. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Goodbye, 2023. We have entered the year 2024. Welcome back. It is the Chad Hartman Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. 651-461-9226. That is the WCCO Talk and Text Line. Uh, real quickly before we get to a phone call from the 952. Uh, I am so sorry to hear about your uncles. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, my mother had Alzheimer's for 10 years. Last year of life was in hospice, got better, got out of hospice, died a few days later. Sad. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear about your loss. Um, I thank you for the text message into, um, into the show, and I hope that uh, 2024 is a fabulous year for you in more great moments um, than maybe sad moments. This from the 952. I would like to say I had a moment this last year that made it a great year, and that is my sister-in-law surviving stage four colon cancer. That is awesome. That is great. That is something that I absolutely am happy for you and your family for, and I think that we all want to celebrate for you and with you. That That's awesome. Thanks for the text message. Let's take a phone call here. From, from uh, Nick and Roseville. What's up, Nick? Hey, Henry. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Good, good, good. So my uh, hope for 2024 that I play piano as much as I as much as I want to. I'm playing at Menards every Friday in January from two to five on Prior at University. Uh-huh. If anyone wants to come, my I guess my tough moments were. So I have people that help me in the community. They take me to the grocery store. Yep. They do all that. And they're constantly quitting because they're saying, oh, it's not enough money. And for me, and I mean this in an inappropriate way, and I hope I get to some reactions on this. For me, it's all about relationships. And I don't mean that in an inappropriate way. I mean uh, someone to talk to as they're driving me to the store. Yeah. to talk about life with. Wait, l- wait, let me, so, let me let me let me cut you off for one second, Nick. Are you saying that the people yeah. that are responding to you after interacting, they say that when they when they help and assist you and they do what they're signed up to do, that they're not being paid enough money in return for their services? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. And some of them have even said, because I love people, and some of them have even said, if you want a relationship. Get a companion animal. And it's like, wait a minute. It, it's hard to talk to a dog, in my opinion. Yeah. Because a dog, all they do is bark. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. you know? so, yeah. so for me, it's, it's all about people. And I'm trying to work that out with the state and with, you know, I called um, Dave Schrader about that earlier with Chris yeah. Tubbs. Yep, yep. 
So, yeah, I yep. hope, I mean, I've got a great positive support person now. I got you. Yep. Hopes to stick around well, well, for a while. Yep. Well, thanks for the phone call from, from Nick in Roseville, and I wish you the best in 2024. Um, I love that Nick listens to the to the station. He's a P1. He's a guy that listens all day long. Uh, I, I think that that is a bummer, though. Like, I, I, I agree with him 100% because I understand when people say that they want to be compensated for their services. Um, but a lot of times you know what you sign up for, number one. Number two, to kind of go about it in that way and to make it seem as though, like, the what you're bringing to them in terms of the service, they're being very kind of – they're putting Nick off. And I don't I don't like that. I think that's very um, – that's not cool, man. That that just that seems weird that that people would say that to him. Like it that. would. It's weird that they would say that, right? Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that that for the individuals at times can probably be a difficult job. You know, you're you are that companion. That's you are something that, that you take up with 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 unless it's Nick that's paying for the service sure. or whatever. But I just don't. I don't know. It just that kind of seems like a weird thing to say to somebody. Yeah. I know. You know? I totally agree. I so, totally agree. I don't know. All right. Six five one four six one. Nine two two six. You know, when you look at twenty twenty three, it it came, it went. Um, it was a great year um, for the most part. There's always going to be some down moments with any year. There's going to be people that you that you lose. Um, I lost some some outstanding teachers. Uh, Miss Cotman passed away. Mister Robinson passed away. Mister um, Moskowitz passed away. I, I talked about it on the air a couple of weeks ago, or, or maybe a week ago. That was it was the first like Jewish funeral service that I attended, and it was uh, it was really really unique. Um, I was so happy that I went and was able to to be a part of that. But uh, but you learn something um, every single day in this life, and I hope that 2024 is an impactful year for me, both um, positively and something that I can help other people with uh, moving forward. All right, but coming up next, we talk about. It being New Year's Day, but look, to get to New Year's Day, you got to have a New Year's Eve, right? Well, Anderson Cooper, Andy Cohen, um, they're back at drinking on New Year's Eve, and I think that they shouldn't. We get to that next. This is a chat. This is the uh, Jason DeRusha show. This is a place you can come, enjoy a drink or two, and uh, talk to cats. <laughs> It's a cat bar. I mean, I don't know how much more clear I can be about the objective of this place. All right, welcome back. This is the uh, Jason DeRusha Show. Not the Chad Hartman Show. The Jason DeRusha Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake, Charlie Weiss, Laura Oaks in the newsroom. Happy to have you along for the ride here to kick off uh, 2024. Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. That clip you just heard, uh, musician John Mayer talking to them from a cat bar somewhere. And you could hear Anderson Cooper giggling in that clip. Well, I have an issue with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen and realistically with CNN. So... They, they, it became a thing a few years ago. And actually, Don Lemon was a part of it too, right? Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, Andy Cohen, CNN, getting boozed up, getting drunk. Well, 
celebrating getting inebriated or drunk isn't good, in my opinion. And I know that there are people out there who will say, Lake, lighten up. Don't be so serious about this. No, I am going to be serious about this. I'm all about having a good time. It's cool to, 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 to you know, um, to enjoy yourself on New Year's Eve. But I don't like the fact that CNN um, and these individuals in particular, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cole, they're celebrating people getting intoxicated on the airwaves. Like, I don't. I don't think that that's I don't think that's a good thing to promote. Even if you look at the USA Today, the the, um, the article that they have, it says shots taken. Anderson Cooper, Andy Cohen down tequila again on CNN's New Year's Eve Live. The booze is back on the televised New Year's Eve celebration. I'm fine with a person having a cocktail or whatever it is on the air, but I I think that they try to celebrate getting going down the road of getting hammered on television. And I'm, I'm telling you this right now. I don't think that they should do that. And the reason why I oppose it so much, and you can weigh in at 651-461-9226, is that first and foremost, New Year's Eve is a night where we sit here and we talk about drinking and driving and we talk about how destructive it is and we talk about how it's not a good thing. You know what ends up happening? People still getting DUIs. People still end up losing their lives. People still getting uh, pulled over. It's still a thing, number one. Number two, I think that when we talk about starting off a year, there are a lot of people that talk about they want to do what's a dry January, which to each his own, you know, dry January. I've done it before. I've done it multiple times, right? I'm not a heavy drinker, though. Like, seriously, I, you might catch me maybe have one or two alcoholic beverages every couple of months. That's it. I don't, I don't, I'm a soldier drinker. You'll never catch me drinking at home. That ain't my thing, and I, I don't go bar hopping a ton like that. But I just think that promoting it in the way that they are, like, it's almost like it's forced to this point. It's, just, it's almost like, because remember a couple years ago they caught some flack for it. Because they yeah, were, they made them stop. Yeah. yeah, they made them stop, and now they're back because what? Oh yeah, this is part of having a good time. This is not something that I will promote. I'll just say that. Yeah, I'm fine with it on New Year's Eve. I think that there's a lot. I think promoting you know drinking culture absolutely it has its downfall. New Year's Eve is a special day, and mm-hmm. yes, drinking is a cultural part of it for many people. Of course, you don't have to drink. Nobody's going to force you. Well, I hope nobody's going to force you to. Uh, but it's one thing to do it on New Year's Eve. It's another thing. I don't know if you ever watch uh, the Andy Cohen shows on Bravo that are post. Um, you know, whatever reality show is on that. Yeah, day. I don't. That, I know what you're talking about. So yep. my, I know what you're talking about. My, my Real Housewives. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does a post show, and they drink heavily on every post show, and it's weekend nights, and it's all of these things. I have a problem with that simply because it is a one-off, and it's New Year's Eve, and CNN doesn't. It's not like they're doing this, you know, throughout the year. Why they rescind okay. it then? I'm, I, I think that there was an executive that was embarrassed. It, yeah. Yeah. No. But I'm saying, I'm saying, if they were embarrassed at that particular point, why say we're going to let it go now? Like, what's the difference? And let's take it a step further, because I, I, I see what you're saying, but I understand that New Year's Eve 
is one day out of the year, right? Yep. But what does it matter that much? They can drink once they get off the air. Like, wh- wh- why are there other days where they drink on the air? I don't. I, I mean, I'm, de- I'm being dead yeah. serious. Yeah. Now. No. I, I mean, like, I think I, it's to, to me. I I would rather side on the because we don't allow. Is there any other day of the year that we allow people to drink on the air like that? No. So so why is New Year's Eve that much different? Yeah. I, I, it's it's an interesting question because it really has come down to it is a cultural thing. It is not just American cultural. It was kind of globally a cultural thing that liquor is intertwined with the new year. And, and why is that? I don't know. I think you can get into a, a PhD thesis on, on why we have decided that this is going to be something that we connect. And I am not and I'm not saying here and let me be clear about this to, to everybody out there listening. I am not saying that I'm anti-drinking on New Year's. Yeah, yeah. That's not the point that I'm making. You can drink any every day of the week if you want. My point is, is I don't think that we have to advertise it and promote it so much and be people are more okay with people getting drunk or inebriated on New Year's Eve than any other day. Yes. They are. Absolutely. They are. And and it's and it's because what the, because it's we're starting a new year. If you wanna to me, there's no reason why. We should promote that on television and and as opposed to once the camera is off of you, then you being able to do whatever you want to do. I'll give you a perfect example. I'll give you a perfect example. Me and you are doing radio, right? Yes. Let's say that me and you are doing radio on New Year's Eve. Could me and you get hammered here on air? I don't think so. Why not? A little, a little harder to do the job. How? It's not that much harder? How 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 is hard? The only difference is it's not being televised. That's the only difference. Yeah. Us doing a radio show wouldn't be any actually getting drunk and being on television is harder <laughs> than being in a studio where we're not being promoted like, like being televised. That's yeah. the only difference is the medium is the only difference. Yeah. Um I mean let's be honest when it comes down to why they are allowing it again it's Ratings, it was popular, right? People loved it. People loved watching those two get drunk for whatever reason. And, you know, again, you can look into the depths of that and say, why are we liking watching people getting drunk? Well, they're funny, you know, yada, yada, whatever. But, I mean. And I don't hate Andy Cohen or or Anderson Cooper. But Anderson Cooper, first off, is it cute for a second? Yeah. I'm not watching an entire 30 or 40 hour of Anderson Cooper giggling. I don't even watch the – the New Year's Eve stuff anymore. When when um uh when it no longer became what's my guy's Dick name? Clark. Dick Clark. Yep. It was a wrap for me. I grew up on Dick Clark, right? That was what it was all about. And in full transparency, I will say this: I'm not a New Year's Eve person anyway. Okay. And you and you can react to to what I'm saying too. If you if you're on the opposing side or you agree, six five one four six one nine two two six. That's the WCCO talking text line. 651-461-9226. I'm not a I don't celebrate New Year's Eve. I don't go out. Um I, I don't want to deal with the uh I, I just think it's I don't know. For one, the upcharge on getting into every place is ridiculous. Um from a from a pipe of a price perspective, you're you're getting gouged. Um if if I want to have um a drink. I mean, I could drink at home, whatever. I just, I just don't feel the need to be out like that so much. It's just not, it's never, it's not really been my thing. I've been over that, and I get it. Like, celebrate a new year with the champagne and all that. I just don't think that the need 
to promote itself in that way is um is anything for me. It, it, it isn't. Uh, this from the 763, I agree with you, Henry. A cocktail or two to celebrate, no problem. But getting drunk and promoting it on a television show, yeah, I, yeah, I just don't I, don't, I don't get that. I, 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 I don't get that. So, I mean, can we, can we move it on then? Do you think, you know, people should be drinking in any scripted television? Is there a difference between scripted versus live television drinking? Uh, what do you mean? So, for instance, somebody, a texter said, are you afraid of, of Otis, who was the drunk on the Andy Griffith show? Uh, and he was always shown as being drunk um, on the show. So do, do you think that, that there's an overlap at all that's, to scripted television? That's totally different. Okay. Like, th- that's like saying that a yeah. person shouldn't play a drunk in a movie. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, that's exactly. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course it's different. Like, come on. Okay. That, that's a silly text to me. At least to me, texter. Am I afraid of Otis on Andy of maybe? No, I'm not. I mean, come on. Hey, wh- what, are we, what are we saying about movies and stuff? And life imitates what? Art, right? We, we, we talk about life imitates art and all that stuff. That's drastically different than a news channel, right, doing a, uh, doing a New Year's Eve show. So I guess then- like, like I, I'll ask this. I'll ask this. I'll ask this. Because part of it is Anderson Cooper and um, Andy Cohen. If, let, let's make it local. If you're watching Care 11 and it's Randy Shaver and Belinda Jensen, you think that they would do that? No. I, I, don't, I, don't think that, I don't think that people would – I don't think that that would be a thing. No. I mean, it's but, also because of the personalities that are doing it too. That, so that's what I was going to go with. It, it, the logical next question then is would it be better if it were, say, on Bravo, which is clearly like a reality TV, you know, nothing channel where it is specifically about these, you know – Rich people. What well, isn't just about drunk. the channel, but there's a drastic difference between a live programming and a movie mm-hmm. or a show, right? I mean, a reality show versus live programming. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is, is there's a difference between a live show, yeah. like this is live, this is live right? Yeah. We're headed to the ball drop versus. To me, it's not about the channel. I don't care that it's CNN or CBS or Bravo or whatever. This is live programming. Mm. I, I think that that's, that's drastically different than, than something that's, that's like, scripted out. Okay. I hear, you don't I hear think it's different? I don't, I don't know if it promotes it differently. I, I think if, if we're worried about promoting alcohol, I don't know if it's obviously promoting it more It's drastically different. I'm going to tell you why. One's acting. The other's not. Well, what if it's a real and, and, and if you're talking about Andy Griffith, that's acting. If yeah. we're talking about a movie and somebody's playing a drunk, that's acting. That's not the same. I mean, but it's still promoting the same lifestyle, is it not? No, I don't think it is. I think that the one that's live television, mm-hmm. Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper, that's promoting. This is actually art. Interesting. That's my view on yeah. it. I could be wrong. 651 461. 9226. We got a couple of people weighing in here on the text line. If you'd like to call in, we could do that too. This is the the uh, Jason DeRusha show on CCO. All right, welcome back to the Jason DeRusha show. News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, this from the 651. Growing up in a house of an alcoholic parent, I always remember her saying that she would never go out on New Year's Eve. 
because that was amateur night. I've all, I've I've had the same thing. I've I've that's how I felt. Um, it just it, it's not, but it's it's not been my deal for a while. I, I used to go out on New Year's Eve back in my late teens, early twenties, but I've been off of that for I don't know how long. This one six one two agree with you one hundred percent, Henry. Drinking on the air is unprofessional and presents a negative image of both CNN and Anderson and Andy. I'm not against drinking, but on the air is not the time and place to do it. Happy New Year. First off to you, Texter. Happy New Year to you as well. I'm I'm not going to say that drinking on television should never happen. That's not what I'm saying. Um because clearly if you're if you're watching somebody uh sip a cocktail like if you're taste testing or whatever or or even just having a toast or whatever I'm totally fine with that but that's not the way that they're doing this the way that they're doing this is we're going to have people react to us because we're just having a jolly good time we're giggling we're acting a little bit tipsy and you know? that's part of the brand of this on said night people didn't like it when Don uh Lemon was was a part of it I agreed I didn't like it a couple of years ago. And to me, to kind of like bring it back, I just, I don't get it. Let's take a, a phone call on this from uh, from Bruce. Bruce wants to weigh in. How you doing, Bruce? Henry, Happy New Year. I hope you're doing well. And have public decorum. You know, like when the camera's off, get your limousine, and then you can drive home. And if you're talking about Otis the Drunk, I think one of the greatest comedic uh, drunks ever was Foster Brooks. Foster Brooks from, uh, can you, uh, uh, oh, he's an old, old school comedian from, he used to do Dean Martin Rose from the, okay. back in the seventies and eighties. So, 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 do you, so you, 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 you would agree with me that scripted is totally different than on, than, than live on air, right? Oh, oh yeah. Go YouTube Foster Brooks. You're going to die laughing. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for the phone call from Bruce. Me and Bruce are on the same page. All right. Coming up next, you know, I'm not on the same page with Kevin O'Connell. What happened with the Vikings yesterday? In my opinion, Bad decision, unacceptable. Hour two of the Jason DeRusha Show. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 